theyeshiva.net. This sicha is in Lakut HaSichah's Chelech of Chofa Alev Parshas B'Shalach. It was said by the Rebbe on Shabbos B'Shalach, Tovshin Mem Alev, 1981, and completed the next Shabbos, Shabbos Yisra Tovshin Mem Alev. What happened very often was that the Rebbe would discuss a Rashi or anything else, another sugya, and explain it, but not complete it, not finish it. Especially if there were questions in the middle of the week, and often the next Shabbos, there would be a continuation of Hemshech. So the Lukut Sichis was made from the Sichis, both Sichis together. Sometimes it even went a third Shabbos, sometimes more. So this Sichos was Shabbos B'Shalach and then Shabbos Yisrael. Sikh has two sections. One is explaining a difficult Rashi, literally the Pshat, and then from it, a major grand lesson in life. <laughs> but you can't appreciate the second half if you don't chisel through the third, first half. So this, let's give a little intro just to remember the story. The end of Parshish Bashalach is a story that uh, this is the first war against the Jewish people unprovoked. Unprovoked completely. Nobody provoked him. Nobody even came into his territory. I mean, mamish, mamish. A war, no territorial issue. They weren't near him. They weren't, they weren't in him. They weren't coming by him. He just came and declared war against the Jewish people, which demonstrated who Amalek is. You have hatred that's motivated by, by at least perceived threat. Fine. Then you have hatred that's motivated by your existence, even if your existence is far away. What happens next is interesting. Moshe calls Yehoshua and says, choose people, troops, and go fight Amalek. I am not going to fight. I'm going to go up on top of the hill with the staff of Hashem tomorrow. Yehoshua does it, he chooses men, and they go out to war. Moshe goes on the hill together with two people, Aaron, his brother, and Chur, happens to be his nephew, Miriam's son. Three people go up, and Moshe lifts his hand, lowers his hand, and his hands are heavy, so they first of all give him a rock to sit at, to sit on, and Aaron and Chur, right, support his hands, one side on the other side, and his hands are are up till the sun sets, and Yeshua uh, is victorious in the war. That's the end of the story, then Hashem tells Moshe to write this down in a sefer, and remember Amalek in every generation, and the war against Amalek continues for gen- every generation. And that's the end of the parsha. Rashi focuses on the story, his hands are heavy. In middle, his hands, in the middle of the war, on the hill, his hands are heavy. And here there's a very, very interesting Rashi. And very disturbing Lechayda. Because Moshe was lax 
literally lazy or probably lacks as a better translation with his duty, with the mitzvah, which mitzvah? To fight Amalek, and instead he appointed somebody else to lead the Jewish troops into battle. So Nisyakru Yodov, Nisyakru means heavy, his hands became heavy. Why? Because Nisatzal the mitzvah, he was lax with the mitzvah. <coughs> so what Rashi says. The Pirush Pazeba Pashtasis. Rashi is Oisim Samazbazan as Agam for the Mloshin Vide Moshekve, the Mloshin Hoiva. Is Mashma Ados is given by him Damos Amatsev Tmidi, Mitzad Zain Zikna. Is Rashi Mafarash Ados is Nita, Zoinos is Demogeshen Sulibas Sibba, the Shvilshen is Atzel, the Mitzven is Yakru Yadav. From the term of the Pasik Beloshin Hoiva. It doesn't say his hands became heavy. Moshe's hands are heavy. Not Moshe's hands became heavy. Moshe's hands are heavy. So you might say that the Pasuk means he was an older man. <laughs> an older man. His hands are heavy. So in other words, it was a perpetual situation. It was a consistent matzav. A matzav timidi. So Rashi says no. There was something that happened. Because he was lax in the mitzvah, as a result his hands became heavy that day. It wasn't a perpetual uh, reality. Okay. We have to understand something. There's already a story about Moshe's, la- Moshe's laziness, his being lax. A few parishes ago. We remember? Parishes Moshe by the bris. On the way back to Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu went back with two sons, and it says he was on the way in a hotel in Mamolin, right? In an inn. And an angel wanted to kill him. And what happened? Sipira took a, uh, a rock, a tzur, and she, uh, a sharp stone, and she circumcised her son. So what does Rashi say? In when Moshe was on the way at the inn, Hashem encountered him and sought to kill him. So what does Rashi say? Rashi is mefanish. By Yavakish Hamisay Moshe. Why? Lefish Eloi Mol as Eliezer Bnoi. Ba'al Shem Nisrashel, Nenash Oynish Misa. Because he was Nisrashel, Nisrashel in Hebrew means he was um, procrastinated, he was remiss, he was like lazy. Itrashlut, Itrashlut means... Uh, Lethargic, everything is delayed. You're slow at doing it. You're very slow. It's a form of laxation, laziness. Because he was the opposite of alacrity of Zerizus, because he was a Srashal Mitzvah, therefore, Nemesh Oynesh Misa. Then Rashi continues. Tanya, we learned Tabraisa. Amar Rabbi Yaisi. Chas Vishalom. Loynes Rashal. Chas Vishalom. Moshe Rabbeinu was not remiss. Hello. Amar Chuli, Akadish Baruch Hutzivani Chuli. It's not negating here the whole quote, but it's a sikha, but what Rashi says there, Moshe wasn't, wasn't remiss. Moshe said, Hashem told me to travel to Egypt right away, and it's a sakana to circumcise the child and go on the road. That's what he said, it's a sakana till three days. Traveling is a danger until three days after the miller. So to make a miller after the baby was born and wait three days, Hashem said, go back. So I'm violating, so I have to go back right away. To make a miller and go right away is dangerous. So therefore, he didn't go. 
What happened? When he was already by Egypt, he went to the hotel near Egypt. He went and he first dealt with the hotel before the bris. That was the time. But it's not that he was lazy, he delayed the miller. He couldn't. There was a danger for the child. No. So the Rebbe says something. Let's, let's learn from this Rashi. He brings two Pirush. The Baal Rashi Zakhnita from Svetim Pirush Adosad Drash Vikayetsebuza. Nit Mamish Prushishal Mikra. Is verstanden, also ich habe Pschütterschal Mikra. Manzig noch a Pirush zu Bavoren and as Chas Vishalom Leines Rashi. Hein Favosak Rashi Dabi Pschütters, Nesatzel Bemitzwe, und ist der Fein Nenner geworden, und bringt der Fülle nicht a Zweiten Pirush, was soll Scheulus an der Menge von Achtung bei Meishu. Right. The first time he brings the story that Moshe was lazy, was misrashel, was remiss. He doesn't say there's even a medrash that says differently. He says right away, Tanya, I'm gonna be You know, there's even in pshat, mumsich. Pshat demands a second pirush, and Ashi uses the word chas v'shalom In other words, you need another perspective. There's not the first perspective, but you need another perspective. Here, the pshitas the satzel b'mitzvah. And he was punished for that, and he doesn't even bring a second pidush. And as we'll soon see, there are plenty of pidushim. We'll soon see. It's not like there was no second pidush over there. There is. There's plenty of pidushim in Chazal. But he completely ignores it. So what happened over there? Over there it became a chas v'shalom. And here, it's B'pshit, is one pidush. Nachman. Forget the fact that he brings a second Piddush. But it's how the first Piddush, it's still not understood. Why? The whole tachlus of an Einish is not to take revenge, it's educational. Moshe Rabbeinu got an Einish and an Einish almost of death, not the small Einish. So for sure, it created a consciousness in him to be careful about this. And then right here, Parshas B'Shalach, a few Parshas later, the same thing, the Satsal B'Mitzvah. Shem didn't say anything. Yeah, Malik came and made a war. Moshe called in Am Yahushua and said, choose people and go fight. I'm going tomorrow up on the hill with God's stick. That's what happened. Uh, she says he appointed somebody else. He appointed somebody else. That's what Rashi says. Hashem didn't say anything here. Later, when they won, Hashem said, write it down in a safer uh, and remember it. Well, if you look in the Midrashim of Chazal, there's other reasons why his hands became heavy. Targum Yoinison, there's the Targum Yoinison Benuziel, that's the tra- Aramaic translation and explanation of Yoinison Benuziel, one of the great Tanoim and Chumash. What does he say in Targum Yoinison on the Pasuk? He's Targum Unculus and Targum Yoinison, two different Targumen. Zok Targum Yoinison, Adas is the Firebus, at Abgulate the Mulchamaif Machar, Veloy is Dadis Biyoimahahu. He tells Yahushua, Tomorrow I'm going up on top of the hill. Tomorrow. He delayed it till tomorrow. That's why his hands became heavy. Not like Rashi that he appointed somebody else. Base. Nochatam state. Also in the Medrash. In Psikta. Yokru Yadov Shal Moshe. Mishum Avoyneseyim Shal Yisrael. Sha'amru, they said right before the story, the Jews came to Moshe. And what did they say? Hayesh Hashem Bekirbeinu Im Oyin. 
they asked, is Hashem amongst us or not? Because of that, his hands became heavy. Though, so we see two different reasons his hands became heavy. Not because he was lax, either because he delayed it till tomorrow, not because he was lax and not going himself, but either because he delayed it till tomorrow or because of the Jewish sins. Reason actually doesn't bring the first time that what? That the issue was that he delayed it till tomorrow is moving. While Athopi has betechana, is as with the Tambas Rashi's of Bifirushi, and the Yifon Hepechaz is by motion, in Teichin it would work well with the first reason, because the same concept. A lack of Zirizus delaying it till tomorrow. Either you could be lax by not doing it yourself and sending somebody else, or you could be lax by doing it yourself but delaying it, or doing it through somebody else and delaying it. That the remissness, the, 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 the laxation of Moshe caused that he postponed it a whole day till tomorrow. He says in Pshat, could be Rashi rejected this idea that it should be. Because it's a serious, that's a serious. Uh, that's a serious offense, you know. Appointing somebody else, the guy who's going to do it. It's not you're doing it, but the Indian of Tzachotam, delaying a war for a day. I mean, we all know in our own days what happened as a result of the fact that they weren't mobilized on, on Yom Kippur, you know. Delaying a war by a day, it's not, it's not a small thing. It's not delaying, you have to go to the store, you'll go tomorrow to the but store. they have no military experience. Could be that's what we want to prepare them for the next day. Huh? They never fought a war before. Okay. So then it's not people. So then it's not tomorrow. So then it's starting today already. It was more takes twenty four hours to prepare. Takes time to prepare. Mobilize, you're saying. Right. But I'm saying then it's not an union of atzlos. Then it's part of the war. So it is part of the war. That's my question. So in other words, it wasn't. In other words, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't His hands wouldn't get heavy because it was. Just like you have to march to war, you're not saying that's laziness. That's 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 part of the war. He's saying here that it was delayed, but he's saying here it was delayed. That means it was there wasn't this union. You understand? I understand what he's saying, but I don't see how it was delayed. Maybe that's where Rashi Tavid doesn't say. He started till tomorrow. That he started tomorrow. Actually, wasn't picking the people the next day. He was picking people now so he can go to war tomorrow. Or was he supposed to pick the people the next day? Five minutes before they went to war, just pick fifty guys and go. No, actually, appoints someone else. That's the... No, actually, appoints someone else. But the Tavid says, "Veloy is dad is mahu." He delayed it. He did delay it. So Rashi doesn't accept that. So Benit Muvan, for us, let in the Rashi need them time to have an essential Yisro. Was laid them as Nitnis Atzal Moshe. That's what he should have inserted. The second reason that it was because of their sins and he was not lazy. And, and that would make it just like Parsha Shmois, where he brings two Pidushim, and according to the second one. It would have even been Gishmak. He would have said, Chas v'shalom loyne satzel moishe. Elamayim epnei avayne seyem shal yisrael. His hands became heavy. O befrat has bedidin didan is avayne seyem shal yisrael. Nitkin chidish. Das doch she gezogt friyid in Piddush Rashi. Already earlier in Piddush Rashi on the words by Yavay Amalek, Rashi says that uh, I'm here for you a whole time. You're doubting if I'm here. I swear to you, the dog is going to come and bite you, and you're going to scream, and you'll find the way. And he gives a famous marshal. You know the marshal, yeah? 
a man took his son and was uh, riding with him on his shoulder and they went out on a journey and uh, the, the kid saw something an object and he said get this for me and the father got it for him and then another one and he got it for him and a second time and a third time and then they met somebody and the child turns to the guy and says did you see my father by any chance that's the marshal that it actually gives so he threw him down and the, the, the door came and bit him this actually says right right here by Yavayamolik Rashi says this. The Jews suddenly say, Hayash Hashem Bekebeinu Emayin is God here. Where is he? So Amalek came. You'll find out where I am. So Rashi just said that there was an issue. The Torah just said that there was an Avinayim Shal Yisrael, so you could say Videi Moshe Kvedim is a direct commentary and result of what the Torah just said, and Rashi explained it at least as a second Pirush. Instead, he chooses only one Pirush that it was Moshe's issue that he was lazy. Could be just like in Shmois, you have two separate Pirushim. In Shmois, you have two separate Pirushim. There's Shivim Panam Latayra. There's. What do you mean? The satsal means it was a critique of him. Avinasem uh, Shayasal is a critique of them. So it's two separate things. The fact that the Yidin didn't believe Hayesha Shemekirvenu. It goes with laziness. It's not with laziness. It's a separate Indian. You mean that it says by the Egel Lechreid, Lechreid, because no Klum Nasati Lechagula Lebeshva Yisrael. Okay, that's a different Indian. Gimel. The Shvedekait and Pirush Rashi has a Satsal Moshe B'Mitzvah. O Manacher Tachta Avet Nochreser. If you think about it, the difficulty in this Rashi is really much, much greater than described till now. Here's a very strong kasha. What did Moshe ask for? You hear? Moshe tells Hashem, you know what type of leader I need? I don't need a leader like other kings. They sit home, and everybody else goes to war. I need a leader like me. I fought Sichin Anoi. Moshe fought. That's what I need. A clear Rashi in Parshish Pinchas. That's what type of leader we need. Thus haste, Abba Moshe is given Klor. As an Ishala Eide, Dafalein, Ayroiz Gen L'Mulchama. Un Nochmer, Moshe bringt als Beispiel in dem, sein Eigen an Hagebe Poel, Kemoshe Sisi, Ani, Shalachamti Besichim, Chachtos is given Besayf Yomav. This is already in the 40th year at the end. This is already at the end of the Chumash. Parshas Chukas. Is doch Tamua B'Yoyse. Wie kommt es, was sein dich der Ishala Eide, um mit darum 40 Jahr Inge, it's not just a question on Adashi. It's a question of what's happening here. Forty years later, Moshe is saying, look at me. Look at me. This is, this is how you have this is what a, And in a good way, look at me didn't mean Shalom in a negative way. In other words, this is what a leader is. Yeah, you got to go into the battle. 
That's what Moshe Rabbeinu says. And he tells Hashem, this is what we need for the Jewish people. So if this is what you really believe you need for the Jewish people, and this is how you behave. 40 years earlier, this is 40 years earlier. This is right after Yitzhak Mitzrayim, right? This is Bashalach. That's the end. Sichin and Oig, it was the 40th year. Muhammad with Amalek was before Matan Taylor. It was right after Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So he says, Fertzik Yon Inge. He's 40 years younger. So even in Derech HaTeva, he's, you know, it's a difference of 40 years. He's stronger. And still, the Satsalamitz is from them, go from Muchach, from this Rashi, you could prove, Adi'in, from this Atzalam, Chemas Amalek, is not King Stira Dertzu, was an Ishalayedid, a falling game by Muchamas. And so then, was Mashalayen, and Zechazoy, Gefit, by Muchamas Sichenvay. Somehow you have to say that in this Atzal here is not a contradiction to the fact that Moshe believes that a leader must go in war. Because if this is what he would have believed, he would have done it here too. And he did believe it. So you have to say that here, there was something that was different, there was not a contradiction to this philosophy, to this conviction of Moshe, and it was also not a contradiction to the fact that he did this in other times, and here he didn't. You have to say there was something unique here, and it... Huh? The Macha, do tomorrow. That's what the Targum Yoyim is. It's not absolute capital. Right? Well, like you, you realize that God punishes being good. Of course, it's like you realize a true leader has to go out and fight. But when he got that, the priest, the priest, true leader. Also, when you say true leader, it's not a lesson you learn. It's like something that's necessary. Right. Right. Lechayda, it's not. Ishala Eida. This is his description of a leader. Didn't change his view. It wasn't a politician. He had this view from day one. Born or developed, but this is his definition of Ishala Eida. Uh, it's not a, a little lesson here, you know, a detail here, a detail there. Put it this way. <laughs> Let me answer you something. He's coming to Hashem and say, give me a leader, right? Give me a leader. What do I mean by a leader? Somebody who goes out to war. Yeah? Hashem said, I'll give them somebody just, just like you. <laughs> it took you 40 years to figure that out. So the guy will figure it out after 40 years. Now, the Moshe, it's Poshet, that when you appoint a leader, this is his definition. In the beginning, not 40 years later when he's going to learn from his mistakes. If not, his request is not fair. He's asking right away a leader like this, Ishalaida. Hashem already appointed an Ishalaida, Moshevabeinu. Without this quality, right? Without the, in the beginning. Yeah, but. This was a request. Huh? I'm saying it's not a, it wasn't a learned quality. When it's Ishalaida, you're saying it's an assessment. You can't learn like what the yeah. person is going to mistake. Yeah. Still shy. No, because he if he's asking... He was the first guy, he did it, so therefore... Yeah, no, he but if... He learned from his mistakes, so But if he's asking this from Hashem, in other words, it's clear that this is how it has to be, right? So why wasn't it clear by him 40 years ago? What happened? 40 years later? If this concept is a clear concept that you have to go to war, what, why, why didn't he understand it? So it all begins with one word. There's one word change from the Rashi and Shmois and the Rashi and Bashalach. Over there by the Mila, the Lashon is Nisrashel. His rationals. Here the lotion is this axle. A second he's gonna explain. Base Bifirushi Bapasha Shmoy states in the Srashal Stam, Bupufirushai Dor, Shinas Axel Bimitzva. 
In Parsha Shmois, when they're traveling, the Lashon is Shenis Rashel. He was just lax or remiss. And here he adds Shenis Atzel B'Mitzvah. The Chilak Tzvishin Ashlanus and Atzlanus is. What's the difference between Nashlanut? There are two words that I use today. Rashlanut and Atzlanut. Now, it's important to emphasize because they're so similar, so they're often interchangeable. Right? Like, take a look in 20s. And he references us to all the books in, of many books which discuss the etymology of Hebrew words. Sefer Hasharashim, Radak, Aruch Hashalim, Sefer Atishbi, which discuss words and their Sharashim. Their, their sources, their roots. Maybe the two are interchangeable, and sometimes you say this, you mean this. But the fact that Rashi, there's two Rashis, and both describing Moshe being lax in a mitzvah. But during this Rashal, in this Atzal, you have to say it's Mashma, that is a Psakavana, that it's not exactly the same thing. And here he adds in this Atzal the mitzvah. Here he doesn't say Nisrashal the mitzvah, even though it was also a mitzvah, but Ismail is a mitzvah. The meant A general attitude of procrastination. Algemeina means general, collective, like the Algemeina journal. <laughs> Algemeina means general. Kloli. It's, it's a general condition. Abgelazenkeit means uh, you let things go. Abgelazenkeit. Yeah, I'm not laid back. Uncaring, like a general apathy, carelessness, laxation, just a general attitude. But his goyim has malaked up to ton epizvas. So it causes that when you have something to do, you delay it. Atzlanus is a foil kite. B'negeya aprati is the kepola. Atzlanus in Tanakh is a laziness, but usually directed towards a specific activity. Lamashal, ton, gain. This one you might relate to. Ufshtei von Schlaf. It's a specific pola. Ubemele fell this dizus adrushim. And therefore he's lacking the appropriate zidizus, the appropriate alacrity. It's interesting. In 23, he brings in Tanakh, wherever it says Atzel. <laughs> you see, it's about a specific pula. Admos say Atzel Tishkaf. How long are you going to sleep, lazy one? Taman Atzel Yadoy, Amar Atzel Ari In other words, Atzlus is a laziness about a specific pula. Benidim didana, but it says by motion it given kin Atzlus Tamchas Rishalim, nor shenis Atzel be mitzvah. Lagabi der mitzvah again, Valches, that's it, though, hastes on the infant Atzlus, can look up. So Rashi, first of all, changes from this Rashal to Nisatsal. But then he adds something else. He doesn't just say Shinasatsal, he was lazy. Shinasatsal the mitzvah. In other words, it wasn't Stamaninian of Atzlos, Lagabi this mitzvah, which we're talking about, it's called Atzlos. What does this mean? The beer bazam, the seba was my shiz nitgang and the Melcham is Alpi Pshutishal Mikra nitgivenanian for Nashlanus, so that I feel Atzlos Khaspashal. If you ask Alpi Pshat, why didn't he go to war? It wasn't laziness. And not even it wasn't Rashlanus, and it wasn't even Atzlanus, Atzlus. Nor violated Gehalten, that is, Nit Masim, 
Ben Shmoinim Shana to Zayin Ayyotzitzavim. The pastors, you say, the man was 80 years old. They came out of Mitzrayim. He didn't feel that he should be the commander in chief of an army. Unachma, gain bereish for the Antzitzavim. Unanfidin bemulchama is masim fadivas and in them gil for Yotzitzavim. Was al pitoyed as from Ben Esterim, bis Ben Shishim. If you're the head, you have to be in the same age of the people that follow you. The Gil of Yotzitzavah. Yeshua ben Nun at the time was either, he says in 26, either 42 years old, 56 years old, or 57 years old. 42, 56, 57 is an age of war. He brings in from the Mekaitis how old Yeshua was, different shittas. But certainly much younger than Moshe. Half the age of Moshe, a little less than half the age. Huh? One second, one second, one second, one second. A fair good? Huh? Now he's going to ask a question. What do you mean he's too old? Well, look what he just did. He just finished doing ten makas. And a lot of them required strength. What is he referring to? It says about the shin, right? That he had to fill up his, uh, his hands with charcoal and throw it. They required strength, the makas. Not 80, 119, or 119. I know he's rising the So this question, what happened here that Moshe is suddenly worried about his age? You just did, you just did Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, you just did Ted Marcus, you ran a whole Marachah, 40 years later you're going to fight a war and win. So he says you can't compare it. Till this point, nothing was Apiteva. Water becoming blood is not Apiteva. Splitting a sea is not Apiteva. Bringing down man is not Apiteva. 
But what happened in the fit? The Rashi clearly says, God said, you're doubting if I'm here. I'll abandon you. Huh? Yeah, I'll abandon you. What does the father do to the child? He throws him off. Suddenly the dog bites him. And he screams, where's my father? Right? So in other words, what's the matzav? It's a matzav of Hester Ponim. Hester Ponim is a big concept. Hester Ponim means Shem conceals himself. He conceals his face. He see, it seems like he's not present. Hester Ponim means he's blocked. You cannot see his presence. It looks like he's not present. He's not part of what's going on. In other words, other people are running the show. So it seems. Teva's running the show. That's what happens here, clearly. Fine, fine. Fine. But he, but he says, but we have to fight a war with Hester Parnum. Okay. But, 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 but number one, he wanted the commander should be in the age of Yoytzitzava. When the Torah says from 20 to 60 is this man of Yoytzitzava, it includes everybody, everybody after 60. Even today, in the American army, 60, you got to retire. The only exception in the United States Army is one man. Colonel Goldstein. Yeah. Michael Goldstein is 63 years old and is still in the U.S. Army. That's a fact. When I was there, with the chaplains, then I asked, the, the, the Carver is the chief of chaplains. So he says... <laughs> He says that he made a special request, and they went through a lot of protection, and they gave him permission to stay because they loved him so much as a chaplain. It's a chiddush gadol. Say it's an interesting thing, but usually after sixty, you say I'm strong, I'm fit, I run the park, uh, uh, not twice. I run the park twenty times. So I run the park twenty times every morning at four o'clock in the morning. Gesunter hey, but sixty sixty. So the mele Moshe Rabbeinu feels. It's not his thing. Hashem said, "Go, Nasati. I'm doing it. If God is doing it, you could send. Uh, what's the lashon? Bezim can shissin. You know that expression. As God's will can abezim shissin. If God wants a a, a broom, can can. A bevil can abezim shissin. A bevil nish. That's the type of leader he wants. Not the leader that when it comes to that hugging this is jump in the front of the war. No. When it's on Hagen Nisus, no, he's just explaining why Moshe felt that he's not the person to lead the troops in battle. He's 80 years old, he's not the person to lead the troops in battle. Later on, when he says what he's talking about, who he wants Hashem to told him. Oh, one second, one second, one second. Now take a look as you were Mechavim. In 31, when he says Moshe needed a Muhammad Tivis, he says, V'lachain Siva, 31, V'lachain Siva, Shamalchamad Tia Lamacha. You got to mobilize the troops. You have to strategize with them. You have to organize them. You have to decide the way of war. This is all because it's Alpitava. We need some time to prepare the troops. So you made a very good comment. This explains why Rashi doesn't see Machar as a problem. So Al Pipshat, Moshe's position wasn't laziness. It was called in English responsibility. When you're 80 years old, you have to know when you have to retire. You're not supposed to do this. You go to the mountain and down. It was it's called responsibility, it's not called laziness. It's called being a leader and knowing it's not my thing. 
Delegation, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's not laziness. It's not laziness. That's not true. I'll give you Yeah. If you're a real leader, you say, you know... It's one of the most important... Uh, of course. Even in a restaurant, huh? Even if it's like a yeah, I once saw an interesting answer. There's the manal of many moistus in Israel. There's a Bafraya wolf, Oliver Shalom. the father, the Zayd, the father of the wolves. So uh, he ran the issue with him in a few cities. He ran a lot of moistus. He had a lot on his head. I think Tovshin Nun Beis. He was already an older man. He had a very big budget. So he wrote a letter to the Rebbe. You know, he's been he's been leading the moistus probably since the mid fifties, right? Many years. Probably 40 years, a lot of Moises, a lot of all the yeshivas, all the yeshivas, almost all the yeshivas were under him. Besides Taylor Semis, I think. Uh, all the Tenchet members of all the cities, he was in charge. And he was he was the boss, you know, he paid the bills, and, you know, it was, it was difficult. So he wrote a letter to the Rebbe that, uh, you know, he did it for so many years, but he's an old, he's old. And he sees the Rebbe wants young dimension, young people, energetic people enthusiastic people, and he's ready, you know, just tell me who to give the keys to, I'm giving all the keys away. It was very admirable, you know, you build up, you build a big moistus for 50, 60 years, you know, to give away all the keys to somebody, especially not family, it's not an easy thing. Maybe you want to go public. Huh? <laughs> he told the Rebbe, you know, I'm already an older man, I, can, I don't have the same abilities, whoever the Rebbe wants to appoint... You see that everyone's young, young, energetic, and there's Tafshinun Bey's the last year. <clears throat> so the Lushan he wrote in his letter is that Ebba wants Se'idim, young people, and I'm an old man. So that Ebba circled the word Se'idim, and he wrote Se'idim Bimeretz, Loi Bishan. Young people in energy, not in years. So as long as you'll have the Meretz. Then continue about and they gave him a bracha. <laughs> that's what that's what I need. I don't need to in the past book you should be young. Huh? I'm just saying. So um, fine. But the Nakuda here is that Moshe felt that war war is war and you need the, the age. You gotta be like your troops. You can't be 30, 40 years older than all the soldiers. There's something else. Those was Moshe that is mustatif given in the Melchama from Amalek by Amalek is not place given any from Hedir and Shmuel. The Baldos is given a Melchama gefit like Gidre Ateva. Tavs is gefit where the Yeshua and Er Moshe does not gain from Melchama. Not in them is given any in Chiyur. It's not just. Sometimes you see that by being involved in something, you're going to ruin it more than help it. So the best way of being involved is staying out. That's the part of what we're saying. Moshe says, you know what? It's already not for me. Let me stay out. No. There's something positive in him not going. He's not just eliminating a potential hazard. There's something positive. What? In Amalchama, Aleph, they stadlu supole tivis in infinite mulchama, but das is durch divas and in shaykhter zu gebeuren. Base, the nesin is kayach with siyua from them eberstin in the mulchama. For him says, Move and echbub shudze shal mikra, as I fill in that I'm hagi viziz, al pitava, musman hobben an eze with siyua from them eberstin. Al pizza is moving with rashi tight stop if chalano anoshim. 
geboren bei jeder Geit, steht er ist Chusson Messiata, hat schon seine Mechilte von einem seiner zwei besonderen Mann der Amars. In Mechilte, one shit to the Bishua says, Pralano Anoshim is geboren, and the Beleza Hamadoy says, Pralano Anoshim, jeder Geit, and Rashi puts them together, Pralano Anoshim is geboren, and jeder Geit, weil der Melchama am Sechalpi Pschutisch, der Mechilte gefordert, beide in Jonah, geboren von der Melchama Begashmius, jeder Geit, der dann haben dem Sio von der Mechilte. So even a Mohammed Teva needs two things. You need physical strength. You need to be organized naturally to be able to win a war. But you also need Hashem's help in the war. Because even though it's Alpi Teva, you still need God's help in Teva too. In Teva too, you need Hashem's help. And that's why Rashi puts together two opposite shittas in Mechilta. Chaylon anoshim, men. What does he mean by men? It doesn't mean men and not women. You don't send women to war. Nobody sends women to war. Pralonuanoshim means men, as we say, men, real men. Gebeidem and yidechet. Und die zwei, die haben seine Gewinne in der Mohammed bei Amalek. Gwude Gashmis und Kayach Tivi. Und das ist verbunden mit Gebeidechayel von einer jungen Gil. Ungefähr durch Yeshua, nicht durch Moshe. Beis, hat Tfila in dem Eze Vesio Melmeila, als Eze Zalman Atzeich sein in dem Mohammed Tivis. Und in dem ist Muvon O'Poshet, als Moshe ist am meisten Masen Veroilose. So this Mohammed also had two components. The physical component and the spiritual component. For the physical component, who's best? Not Moshe, but somebody who's younger. For the spiritual component of prayer, obviously who's best? You're not going to get anybody better than Moshe. Now take a look at his words. He's not running away. This is what he was saying. He's not saying I'm running away from responsibility. I'm not interested. So this is the Hesafa and Siva. It's not just Moshe felt that by being there he's disturbing because he's too old. So he has to give over the reins to somebody else. It's going away not just to avoid something negative, but to do something very positive. And that is the Mulchama has another component, the Ruchnis of it, Davening to Hashem, securing Hashem's help in the physical war of the military. And this he's going to do. So his not participation in the Muhammad is not just an union of, of <clears throat> absence. He's not being absent. He's being active in another area. You understand there's a very big difference between being passive and just redirecting your efforts in another area. That's, what ha- that's what's happening. There's an Iyah here. And this, these are his words to Yeshua. Pchai lonu anoshem. For us men. And go fight. And I am going to the hill to pray. On the top of the hill, it says Moshe Rabbeinu was fasting. Vidashi is my father, Shef Moshe Adon Vachur. Mikan the Tainus Shetzlichim Shloish Lavel of Neateva Shabetainus Hayushruim. When it says that Moshe Naren and Chor went up to the mountain, Rashi says from here we have a source. The three people have to go to the Amid to lead the prayers on a tightness. In other words, one person stands by the Ahmed and two people stand near him. Because the question is, why did Moshe have to go up with Adam and Chur? So Rashi explains it was a tightness. And by a tightness, you need three people. Huh? 
But Mela, there were three people, so you see for me it was Sada Batinas. Vaitir it says, Vaihi Yadavemuna, Moshe's hands were in faith until the setting of the sun. So Krashi, Prusais Hashamayim Bitfila Nemana Unachina. They were spread out towards heaven in faithful and proper prayer. What do we see from here? Moshe didn't go up to the hill to drink tea. Right? He didn't go to sit on a hammock and sip pina colada while everybody is fighting a war. He went and he was fasting and he was davening. Oh, if this is the case now, let's get it even stronger. There's a bigger svar, he shouldn't go to war. Aleph, shari betainis is abkishpach. Does nit masim sagein b'molchama? When you're fasting, you're not supposed to go to war. You can't go to war. Seeing Moshe up there with the God stick with which he did all the makas and with his hands up gave them tremendous koyach when they were fighting the war when he's on top. So these are two extra reasons that he shouldn't go to war. So it wasn't that he defected L'chaire and Pshat. This is all in Pshat. It's that Moshe made a cheshben that at this war especially he has to give over the reins to Yahushua, let him win the war, and not just him not running the war, but him actually doing what he's best at the age of 80, which is and fasting and being on the hill and so forth. So he brought a few svaras. Number one, negative, and number two, positively, a Muhammad needs and there's nobody better to pray than him. Number three, he was fasting. And number four, being on top of the hill, they could see. Altogether, four spotters. The fire was as a dav zain dan hoge in der melchama. Von deswegen is nisyakru yodav rashizog. Dem tam bishloshin asatzel be mitzvah monachetach. Comes Rashi and says, Whoa, it's a new thing. This is our Pipshat. And yet his hands became heavy. Comes Rashi and says, Even though Moshe didn't go, because this is what he should have done, not go, still his hands became heavy. And Rashi says he was lax in the mitzvah. He appointed somebody else. In other words, since it's a Sivuy of Hashem, so on another level, he should have not made any calculations if he's worthy or not. And go fight. I have to daven. And you're the one who has to daven. Take the stick. And on Zdeya Marach, you know what Zdeya Marach means? The, the battlefield. Do a short tefillah. You can't do a long tefillah. Because you have to fight a war. You do a short tefillah. Sifchas. Abinot. Uvi Machegalad in Friyabakriyas Yamsuf. 
aber Shas Eden seine Gewerne sehen an engen Matzef. Die Mitzleien seine Gewerne lachen, die Jam Lefneem, und Möschel zu Gestalt des Ballus sein, hat der Rebisch bei ihm gemacht. Matitzakele, da war er bei Israel wie Israel, wie Rasch ist Mofanisch, Amalek und Schmodachu, Loyes Atala, Harich, Betfilisch, Israel und der Sonne bezahlen. Stop davening, it's not a time of tefillah. Go. Jews are not sad. And the Ribbert, Chach Moshad, Gehat, the time. For what's er alone is not going to be Melchama. And the Cheshbon is not going to be Bzich. Nor we have his master, Lotovus, and Melchama, and it's going to be. As a Shari, but Tainus, Miss Paulus, and Bereshah, give a canal barucha. And the two Nochete Bavar, and the Mona Acher, Tacht of Schlucho, Shaladam, Kemoise. Was in another fall, but as given an Hanoga, Massima, from Moshina Beno. You're right. That he reason he didn't go wasn't for selfish gratification, It was because of good reasons he had, not for himself, but for the war, that they should win. He was fasting, he went up to the top of the mountain, he was older, and so on and so forth. Not only that, he appointed somebody to do it. So in another situation, it would have been appropriate, an appropriate chash. But since it's a mitzvah, that's why Rashi adds the word nisatzel b'mitzvah. Not first of all, not nisrashel. Nisrashel is a general attitude of laziness. Nisatzel is not a general attitude of laziness. It's this particular issue. It's just I'm having a. Usually I'm, I'm fast. I'm alert. I'm, I'm in it. I'm on top of my game. This particular issue, something is holding me back. What nisatzel b'mitzvah? This was the issue. That really, in other cases, it was appropriate cheshbon. But since it's a mitzvah, so therefore Moshe should have had another cheshbon. And the cheshbon should be, go do it. And the fact that he didn't, even for different cheshbonists and reasons that would have been justified, is considered nisatzel legabe when we're talking about a mitzvah. Because it's a mitzvah, we're calling it nisatzel. It's a form of, of laziness. So what was the result? What's midekeneged midah? The midikeneged midi is that that which he was doing out of participation in the war became difficult. What was he doing as a participation? Praying, davening, through his hands lifted up, and that became difficult. In other words, it was a concept of midikeneged midi that he did not want to, or he avoided doing the mitzvah of going to war and said, what, I'm going to do something else, I'm going to daven, so that... That became difficult. What was the meaning of his hands being lifted up? Why couldn't he die with uh, regular? Because it's a shaman. Why did he have to lift, lift up his hands when he died? Physically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's a good drive. The fact that his hands were tied shows why he couldn't get The famous uh, Rashi brings, the famous Mishnah Masech the Rosh Hashanah, you know that Mishnah? Huh? Someone said maybe everybody should see that. You pick up the hands, uh, it wins. It's a, it's a famous Gemara that the picking up of the hands represents a um, surrender to heaven.
Yes. The same thing with Nechash and Nechoshis. The snake. Yeah, you look at the snake, you get healed. Yeah. That's about the... It's the Gemara, it says, Mishnah Rosh Hashanah asked this question. It says it's symbolic of looking up to heaven, of connecting God. Liboy Lamaila, the Ain of Lamata. But Liboy Lamaila. You know what Al Tarebatach is Ain of Lamata, yeah? Huh? Moira de Kitach. Sometimes by Shwain Asra, a person goes into another place, a Davin, a Davin, but the moment he comes out to the world, he forgets. So Ain of Lamata, even by Shwain Asra's eyes have to be Lamata. Same God is down here also. Okay. Just take a look in 53. It's just a little bit of a different word. Just he was making cheshbonus of Teva, and therefore I can't go, even though Hashem said do it, I can't do it. Fine, I'll be Teva, you like this, a whole day you get heavy. You hear? If he would have gone L'mayla Maderech HaTeva, then Hagar would have been L'mayla Maderech In other words, he went in Dafka to a place of Teva, and that's why he wouldn't go to war. So the result was, Midah connected Midah, oh, if it's Teva, when you have a hands up a whole day, it gets heavy. Then he created a system of Teva, but Mela, he suffered from it. If he would have gone with Amhagalam Ailam and Atav because it's a mitzvah, so then it wouldn't be a Meshik. This is another Eifen of explaining this word. What Hag is saying? What was the war? Yeah, in other words, it wouldn't be a Meshik, Leighton, yeah. But because he decided to go in a system of Piteva, so that was the consequence. Or like he says inside, Midikineged Midde, he decided not to participate in the war. He's going to participate in other ways. Midikineged Midde, his lack of participation in the war. So even the ways where he was Mishtatif. Was was affected. Now comes the Shaila of Hillel, the last of the Shaila. What's the Shaila? Shaila is, doesn't say that God told him to do it. <laughs> this whole Sif is saying, Hashem said, go fight Amalek. Don't make Hashem. Hashem says, go fight. Go fight. You're 80 years old, so you're 80. Doesn't say that. Moshe told Yeshua. The Emma says we're wrong. If Moshe would have had a tzivi, he wouldn't make cheshbonus. the says that it doesn't say anywhere. It could be Hashem said. We don't know. It says uh, Malik came and made a war, and Moshe told Yeshua, go select troops and fight. It doesn't say clearly that Hashem told Moshe to do it, to fight. It could be if he would have heard it, there was no way he would have not gone to war. One second. So the whole, our whole thesis now, our whole explanation is rejected. We just said this absolute mitzvah, but other cases, so what, what's going on? So he says this. The Baal that sivu for the neighbors to nev them is not given. Nor Moshe Rabbeinu Roya Yisro. Hados Giton v'yadover hamuvan me'elav. Moshe is the shepherd of Israel. So he did this as something that's self-evident. B'sha'as goyim fallen on ef yidin. 
This is your job as a leader. Somebody declares war on your nation, you got to go fight. You have to defend your people. You don't need a tzivui. This is l'chayre parshat. V'yesh loyma. As oich l'fiyah maskona, as amolik l'kiket melchama b'nor medin nechsholem acherecha. Medi'yidin was an ingeven mechutz lo'ana. Later in parshas kiseitze it says, what ha'shekarcha b'adar v'zanam v'chakolam nechsholem acherecha. That amolik only could fight with the Jews that the honor of the cloud spit out. Ot moish rabbeinu gehalten, as mendav baul da'reizgen fartedik in the yidin, Fartedikin means defend. Welche Yidin sei soll nur sein? Und wie es ist gewesen, am Hagas Moshe nach sein, die Kimitzrayim, als gleich nach dem wie Vayigdal Moshe, Vayetzi Alech, wie es wie nur Vayar, ich mit Simaki, Shivri, Mecha. Hat sich Moshe aber nicht gerechnet mit der Dage von dem Ish Ivri, nor Vayaches Hamitzri. So Moshe on his own understands that you have to protect the Jewish people, and even like the Maskana that what that Amalek was attacking who? The fringe. There wasn't a sakana for Klal Yisrael. There was a sakana for the fringe. So you say, one second. The nation is not being jeopardized. Moshe Rabbeinu believes, no. You have to protect even Jews who have been spit out of the community. And we see this in Mitzrayim. What happened? A Jew was being beaten. And Moshe Rabbeinu went... And he protected him, he saved him. And he says, Who that person was. Oh yeah, so he did. What do you mean? He looked to right, left, and looked at his history. No, the, the, no, the, the, the mitzvah. But it's a chish And we know who that he was person was. 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 No, but he didn't look what type of madrege the Jew was. He looked to the right, to the left, make sure no one sees him. For sure. For sure. No, no, the point was he didn't look what type of madrege was the status of the who the mitzri. No, 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 no. He didn't look at the Madrega of the Jew if he should fight for him or not. Because it was principle. That's why. Not just principle, because he felt you have to protect every Jew. That's why he felt I didn't. That's why he went to war, because they, it wasn't oh, so that provoked. Exactly. So it was principle. It wasn't so, if there was a. It was just to show that don't even think about starting with us. No, in other words, even though the Jews inside were protected, he felt you have to protect every Jew. Now, who was talking that Jew? So that Jew kind of, it was on a very low level because that you know who that Jew was. He was the, the, the husband of Shloimeh's Basdivri, and the Egyptian went home at night and dressed up like uh, made believe. Why can't his uh, how he's low? Why is blaming his level? <laughs> That's where they put you in Uzbekistan. Okay. No, in the Madrashim there's all kinds of mice that happened. He was, uh, he was a little bit of. Yeah, no, Shloimeh's Basdivity herself was uh, was a. Uh, was on a pretty low level. right? She had rela- the only one who had relations with an Egyptian, and Shlomo is busted. And her son ultimately would curse later. The Maisa, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And um, so, so, and her husband, as it's it's explained, that her husband was also, in other words, 
She wasn't this matzav, and it's a little sensitive to say, but sometimes the status of a wife is a lot dependent on the status of a husband. So, but Moshe protected on the river. We bowed Moshe to Zgeton via Dover and moved me at Smoy. Unit out scheme for Nazi Mufurish Masham. Hotter Angenomen as the father to Zignata said that I'm not going to be a Nazi Mufurish. It's my own initiative. This is what I have to do. But it's not a Tzivi Mufurish. So you can't have a Seder without Cheshboinus. So I can't go to war. I'm 80. By the neighbors to Nobel, Hotzichtos Gerechel, Tatsaninge for this Atzel the Mitzvah. What a Vengoyen. Come in Melchama hab mit Iden. Idos a filo farmat and teda a mitzvah. Una mitzvah chig deila. So I raise him by Melchama lohagin al Yisrael. Una is daf geton veren on kain iber trachtungen. Und Eisrechen und Gen, Agam benitten, the Dan is nicht given der Ruf hat Zivil von Ebersht. By Hashem, it was called Nisatzel the Mitzvah. Why? Because when Goyim come to fight Jews, even before Madan Teda, it's a Mitzvah, and the biggest Mitzvah to protect them. So Moshe should have seen this as the greatest Mitzvah that's possible, and therefore do it without all types of calculations and cheshbonis, even though there was no explicit command. So Hashem felt that even though Moshe was making cheshbonis l'toivus de molchama, but it was an Indian of nisatzel b'mitzvah, this is the greatest mitzvah, and if he would have felt very well that this is the greatest thing of mitzvah that Hashem wants him to do, so he would have felt the confidence that he can do it like he did all the other things that Hashem told him to do. There was no problem of age. This is a big, this is a big law, this is a big statement. Just like when Hashem sent him to do Shechin, Bada, Kriyas, Yamsa, he didn't say, I'm 80 years old, go send somebody else. Why not? God knows that you're 80 years old. So here too, even though Hashem never told him to do so, he's right, he's right. Do it up, Pitava. So, but he should have felt that this is the biggest mitzvah that's possible, in other words. And he's the leader, so it's a mitzvah on him. So Hashem wants him to do it. In other, he's the leader, so he's responsible. So it's a mitzvah. It's what Hashem wants from him. So therefore, he has the power to do it completely. Do you need a mitzvah of logic? What is a mitzvah? No, no, there's a mitzvah. To protect Jews from people who want to destroy them. He says it's the biggest mitzvah. So very good. So you pick the best people. So he says even before Matan Taylor. And you see in Egypt, the union of Shvichas Domim is one of the Shavad Mitzvah. But this, this is the Kiddush of Rashi. That's why Rashi says, Nisatzel, not Nisrashel. And the word is the mitzvah. Stam Atzlus, he wasn't lazy. He made a cheshman. He, he was very motivated. He went to fast. He didn't go eat and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really a it's not really a problem. So that's that's the word. That's what, now we understand everything. In Shmois, where Dashi says Nisrashel. So he brings a second shit to Khasbashalam. Moshe wasn't lazy with Bismillah. Here he doesn't bring a second Pirush. He doesn't even bring the Pirush about the sins of the Jewish people. The only Pirush he brings is Nisatzel the Mitzvah, because the Kvetch is it was an Indian of Atzlus Lagabi Dispola. And what calls it that loss? Only because it's a mitzvah involved. He had to realize this is God's greatest shlichus to him. Just like when Hashem sends him to make dam tzvadeikinim, because protecting the Jewish people, and therefore he has to know that if God is commanding him to do it, he'll be able to do it with flying colors. Yeah. 
So we already said that the machar because Moshe was with a cheshbon al piteva. That's the atzlus what we're referring. This atzlus the mitzvah, legabe the mitzvah is an inyan of atzlus. What the mitzvah could bring out of you, it's an inyan of atzlus. Legabe what the mitzvah can empower you, could bring out in you, it's an inyan of being lax because you're following a structure which the mitzvah should bring out of you. You saw what you did in Mitzrayim, because God wants you to do it, yeah? This is what he wants. This is the biggest thing he wants. And now you'll see, uh, he says, Usually it says, means a wondrous lesson in Avaidah. So here's an introduction. If everything in Torah is eternal in every place and every time, especially Generally, whatever it says in Torah is Nitzchi. It's a famous lashon of the Rakhachavi. He's quoting here from Marshall Dezadin that if you're Matvis in a Shvua, you're Matvis a Shvua, like another Shvua, so if you're Matvis between Shvua's Moshe, Vayayel Moshe, it's a good Shvua, even though Moshe nullified, Yisra gave him Rishos to leave because if it says in Torah, it's an Indian Nitzchi. That's anything that says in Torah. But here, when Torah says, Ksav Zaizikaram Besefer, so the Nitzchi is a strong base. In Dibur Hashem, Guhavet Angazak Metahad Goshev, the Minish of Timidivan Nitzchi, Melcham Malashem Bamalak Medurda. Torah clearly says it's something eternal. Bizas the Indian Nitzchi Shab Melcham Azuzak Sacheres and Atsiva Kipshut, this is a Mitzvah Sassim in Atayda, Lisker Tomid Maisa Varayim, which is a Mitzvah Lisker Maisa Malik Bechal Yom Lakamadeus. It's a Mitzvah. To always remember what Amalek did. It's one of the mitzvahs. And it's a mitzvah to remember my Samalik according to many opinions. That's why we say the Sheikh Shkhidus about Amalek. From them is moving as Nidblaz, the Teichen from Melchemus Amalek is an Indian Nitzchi by Veda Ruchnis, not Eich the Eifen Amalchamah, with the Melchamah of Gefrid Ben Zaira Nitzchis. So it's not just the concept that you have to fight Amalek, but also the method is also an eternal lesson. Unnachmed is this Negein, the Mishman for Nikvas of the Meshicha, via State and Targum Yonis and Bepidus Melchamah Lashem. As Aina for the Dirai Kholas the Kedoidus is from Achiyas Amalek is Dorid the Ikvus of the Meshech. Melchamal Hashem Bamalek mi Doidoid. So the Targum Yonison says Dorid the Ikvus of the Meshech. So if the lesson of Amalek is always, it's certainly prevalent also in the Doidoid, especially in the footsteps, the generations before Mashiach. This is all an introduction that this whole Sikha about the method of fighting Amalek. If everything in Torah is a lesson, this specifically and uniquely constitutes a lesson when Hashem said to write it down, B'Sefer. In other words, there's a special tzivoy to write this B'Sefer, and there's a special tzivoy for every generation to continue the fight on some level with Amalek, either physically or emotionally. And especially, so for this, we have to introduce a major question, a general question. So it was bechlal that tell Torah as we day Moshe kveidim this atzal Moshe. So the haklal afilu begnus behemet mei loy diber akasov. Valachas kama vekama vegev bnei adam obefrat bnei Yisrael obeprati pratis Moshe Rabbeinu anifchemikol min adam. 
The Gemara says, even begins the disgrace of a Tomedic Behema, the Torah doesn't say. It says in Parshas Noyach, unless it's absolutely necessary, you don't bring out the negativity, the disgrace even of a Behemoth man, certainly a person, any person, certainly a Jew, certainly Moshe, who is the choice, he is the Nifcher of the human species, Nifcher, the Rambam calls him, Nifcher Mikol Min Ha'adam. Unless, unless, of course, it's very necessary to bring it. When you have plenty of stories of sins and chumash, you have the Cheta Egel, the Cheta Maragel, but over there, you're not stam trying to say bad things about people. They all constitute eternal uh, blueprints for how the Jewish people have to live. But just to bring out a, <laughs> let me tell you something bad he did, the Torah never does. So Moshe Rabbeinu was lazy. So he was lazy, fine, so... <laughs> Um, what do you want to bring out? He became heavy because he was he became heavy because he was lazy. But them goof is moving. As I does is Iran nitzchis in the melchamer ruchnis b'tamal shemuchal day. You have to say that here there's a tremendous spiritual lesson for our war with Amalek, the beer bazaar. Amalek hat b'melcham toigikent poigeyazay nor the yidden b'vemen says given achlishus in amunas Hashem. On Canal, we state in Pasuk and Parsha Seitze, by Yizanev Becha, nor Kolanach Shalom Acharecha. Amalek can attack only those with what does mean with Ashi's Taich Chasedim Koyach, Machmaschetim Shahoya Onan Poltom. There were Jews that because of their sins, the cloud spit them out. And they didn't have the strength. And that's who Amalek attacked. He couldn't penetrate inside the cloud. Nor did was anywhere mechutz lo'anon. But the Yidim was from Zechifun and Inevenik. Zeyat Amalek nitki kent on So who was Amalek a threat for? Only Jews who were weak in Amuna. Under teichen oninyan defun beruchni. This is bechal hadayres. Now, if you study Jewish history, you'll see that this phenomenon exists in all the generations. Rubam kekulam from bnei Yisrael. Throughout history, if you study Jewish history, the majority of the Jewish people are in the cloud. Which cloud? In Gvul und Inevenik von Teiro Mitzvahs, inside the boundary, inside the domain of Klal Yisrael of Teiro, or Bechlal Fabundimit Neibishten, Yedere Lefima Madayo Matzava. Of course, there's many different types of Jews, but everybody, according to his matzav, is in the cloud, is connected to Hashem. The cloud always protects Jews from all the alien winds that blow outside of Kedusha. The connection to Torah protects them, especially Amalek. From Amalek, Amalek it says is Asher Karcha. One of the interpretations is he made you cold. In other words, he brings in a he blows a cold wind, and the cloud protected them from that wind. As an endoy Yidden was mesibes shoyners and is a nit betoycha anon. They say that Achaim is leis ata nochnit in ganzen bahas omer to the heiros at Torah and the far can Amalek be gematria a sofik haben at sutrit to say and at einwerfen in say sveikes vechuli in emuna be yichelos Hashem and kriyas Hashem kochin yanigdush. You have Jews that for whatever reason they're not in the cloud. What does this mean? Their system of life at the moment, leisata, is not completely consistent with the directors of Torah. 
So you have somebody called Amalek. Amalek is the same gematria as the word Suffolk, which is <coughs> which is 240. Reish men. Ram. Amalek has an approach to them, he has a tzutra to them, and he imbues them with doubts and amunna and God's ability and coldness and everything of Kedusha because they're out of the cloud. They don't have the immune system to be protected from Amalek. This is only the Ruchnius or Vedashmas? Ruchnius he's talking about. Vedashmas doesn't. Ruchnius, he's talking about Ruchnius. Candid, it brings a multzine, as a Zayid was given sich betoichan, as a tracht and by zich, a Jew inside the cloud. And he has, he's sitting on the dais. He may think, And what type of relationship do I have with those outside of the club? Somebody who's in the system, as we say, he's part of the party, he's part of the game, he's part of the team. Fine, he's missing Shlemos. Okay. He doesn't learn six blot a day. He learns only dafyoimi. He doesn't learn dafyoimi. He learns an amr a day. He doesn't learn an amr a day. He learns a pesahalacha mishnah brura. Epis, but he's connected. Something he has a shaykhist. Adrafilai ish poshet. Even the wood chopper and the water carrier is a chenami. As farim zayindik for nashechem shiftechem midas lefi daiter ayidid habut zetamet azayidin unemareis halfen in zayin matzev. But after became tutedos we balda soft soft netzich does vegenein was gefinsed with him in ene b'teicham. It's true as a leader, as a gewaldike, a great man in his mind. He says lefi daiter quotation marks in his mind. It's a big yelide for him to go down and be there for that Jew who's a woodchopper. But he does it anyway. Why? Because he's a Jew and we're together ultimately in the same cloud. So we're connected. So he'll go down and, and help that person. <laughs> With him, he wants no relationship. I don't want to know you. He'll give a shear, the Jews who are outside of the cloud. Or, when he davens, he'll talk to Hashem and say, help, those people are out of the cloud. But say, you want me to go out and fight? Where? Say, you mean, I raise gain from the Kaisle Beis Hamadrish. You want me to go out of the cloud to fight a Malik? In other words, leave the yeshiva, leave the shul, and look for a Jews, an environment outside of the cloud, which is a place antithetical to Yerushalayim. This has no justification. Does it make sense to interrupt this madrega of Limudat to go look for people 
who are in this uh, in the vicinity of Amaleks to protect them from all the lurking Amaleks, give them chizuk and amuna, take them away from an aveda, uh, bring them closer to, to a mitzvah, influence them to a mitzvah. This is his natural, this is a natural attitude. In the cloud, fine. If them hotmen the hira for the erstem alchama bayid na reiske in the from Mitzrayim alchemas amolek hira in the malik. The first war that Jews had to wage in history is the war against Amalek. The first war ever. Unfortunately, afterwards there were many, but this is the first mulchama as a nation. So it's a first war and it's a lesson. Even if he's there, not because he made a mistake, you know, he got lost. But it's his fault that he's there. Like in this case, the Anon spit them out because of their fault. It wasn't a mistake. All the Jews in the cloud have to leave and mobilize to protect the Jew who's outside, who's fighting Amalek. Who are the primary ones that have to go out? The Yirei Chet. Rashi says, I'll send somebody else. No. Dafke, the best have to go because they, they can fight Amalek. Yeshua didn't move from Moshe's oil. In other words, his whole Indian was Torah. So he's in Kailal all day. What are you bothering him? Take somebody else. Take the guy who's anyway hanging out on the street corners. He says, no. After Yeshua has to go fight because he's the only one. But here, he continues further. And this is the Chiddush here of the Sicha. That Moshe is considered guilty for not going. That's the Chiddush. Moshe thought, Yeshua, fine. But me, let me go Davin. Comes Rashi, the whole Sicha explains that Moshe, Lagabe Moshe, this was called the Sats. And the Torah is Moshe of Nachma, Rafilu Moshe. Was added by Etzem of a Pneumius, ungefed the Gansa Mohammed. Moshe could have looked at himself and then, I'm the one who's running this whole thing from the back behind the scenes. Be etzem be pnimis. Eret mamane given Yeshua and out shluchit zufir in the Mohammed. Yeshua wasn't acting alone. He was the real commander in chief. He was the president. He's the one who appointed Yeshua. Moshe could look at himself and say, first of all, the physical war is all coming from me because I appointed everybody. Yeshua was appointed by, by, by Moshe as his shliach. Number two, Moshe fought the spiritual war and he fasted and he went on the hill and he davened the whole day. And not only that, as a result, the Jews won. <laughs> See, he's right. We say that even Moshe, in addition to all this, which he anyway would have had to do, we needed him to daven. We needed him to appoint Yeshua. In addition to that, we say that Moshe should have gone and participated in the war. Mamish, 
In other words, not just the spiritual war, not just the strategy of the war, not just behind the scenes in the war, but out there in the front fields fighting a Molik together with Yeshua. This comes to the lesson to somebody who's a Godl. A Godl means a great man, a giant, a leader, a Mashtikal Mashtikal it's not enough that you participate spiritually. He's going to say to Hillim, many hours a day, he'll finish Hillim six times a day that these Jews should come back. AFLP, but this is a hechrich, and gavoya al gavoya, v'chuli v'chuli. Even though it's true, a capital tillim is a necessity. And it's gavoya, gavoya means it's higher and higher. In other words, you can't even estimate how high and powerful are the spiritual efforts that people do, etc., etc. It's not enough to appoint shluchim. And the shluchim will go do all the work. And they're doing it on his behalf like Moshe did. He has to himself go out and do what's necessary to do on the field to protect you. Yeah, from the other way, except they could say the big girl, even Moshe made this mistake. His whole point why the Torah tells the story. He asked the question, So what are you telling me? That Moshe Takahatchish is that for the war it's better from behind the scenes. And this we say, when it comes to protecting the Jew, it's the biggest mitzvah in the world, like he explained. And therefore, don't delegate. You're going to have all the power to do it. In judgment, you made a mistake in judgment. Yeah. So, it, what is it in Luchnius? You have Jews who are out of the cloud, and the Chaida, you could say, first of all, the Chal don't have to deal with them. And even if I'm going to deal with them, it's going to be by me davening for them, learning for them. Or at least I'll send Shluchim, or I'll send people. So, we say, no, it has to be Tayyos and Yeshua. And even Moshe himself, there's nothing as important as going out yourself to protect these Jews. It's the you biggest thing. Don't be afraid to go out. When you don't have cheshbonus, even when it's kedusha, when it comes to wiping out a mallet, when the Jews transcend their cheshbonus, so Hashem will do the same thing in His wiping out Amalek. It says when Mashiach comes, the name will be complete, the throne will be complete. Then Amalek doesn't let Hashem's name to be complete. So when we go to fight Amalek without Cheshbonus, Hashem will also fight Amalek without Cheshbonus. Now let's skip over the designated time, the Kates, and do it earlier. I just want to go Somebody asked a question. You have uh, people who are Tedasim and Asim when there's a war, right? The Yeshiva Bachrim. 
stay huh? officially they sit and learn and a lot of the Yisrael, a lot of them I mean it's, it's a hot, very hot and debatable topic in Eretz Yisrael but a lot of the Yisrael are learning and they say that the Torah protects the Jewish people so you say what's, we're talking about two separate inyanim if it's a Malchemist Mitzvah if an enemy comes to attack Jews and the, the government and the army needs Yeshiva Bachra to protect Jews, then it's a chi of Gomor to close the Gemaras and to go fight. And it's the biggest mitzvah. Everybody is Maidam, I mean, unless people, whatever, certain people who have shit, this, well, I'm not going to get into it. But, uh, but it's a chi of Gomor that says by a Malchemist Mitzvah. Everybody has to go out. It's dealing with a situation that a country has a system and they have an army and they mobilize who they have to. And they say, you know, just like they exempt certain people, right? from certain things because of different reasons. And there's an exempt of Torah. He says, if I care, Torah helps out, the Ruchis helps out the war. But there's no question, in a Metzius, where there's a Melchemist Mitzvah, and you need the people well, yeah, to fight, right? Then there's no shot. But if somebody attacks you, it's like every government has an army, and not everybody goes to the army. Huh? Yeah, college professors don't go, so you say that musik is not a student. But if there's a matzib where you need the individuals for war, then it's a chi of gomor. So it's not that you shouldn't think it's a stira. The chiddush here is, the chiddush here is that Moshe Lechayda was a good war, but the fact is that he. That he was missing out of it. Okay, they won the war with Moshe Davani. Yeah, exactly. Moshe Davani. And that's the Chiddush. That's the Chiddush. As the leader, as the leader, he had to go. Huh? So even though it was a bad job, they still want people to cover it. It's the biggest mitzvah. No, no, here the Chiddush was that Moshe went up in Teva. Moshe would have gone to war. It's not that Moshe didn't go to war. Moshe would have gone to war. But he said, I'll be Teva. He's not supposed to go to war. It's not that he, Hashem told him not to go to war. Because he's saying, that's not going then Hashem wanted him to learn. It's a teva he didn't go to war. That's the chisah. Understand? That's the chisah. This chesed not to go to war wasn't that it was a chesed. It wasn't that Hashem doesn't want him to go to war. It's a teva he can't go. Yeshua has to go. He says when he would have felt the mitzvah, he would have known that he has the power to go. In Ruchnius, however, it applies to everybody. As soon as a person says, I'm not going to go out of the clouds, we say, even Moshe Rabbeinu himself is responsible to go out yeah, of the clouds. Uh, I have a question about uh, who's the Rebbe Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, interesting. Like, is it you know, like, you People who wanted to go ask the rabbi they should go. So in theory, it's not a clear Anyway, I just want to say, Tzvi asked a question. First of all, you're very right about this. When the rabbi would speak by Favrenya, the first person he would speak to, and sometimes the only person he would speak to, was himself. Um, I even have a raya for this. 
once of Abrengen, that ever was talking about the need to learn Chassidus every single day. And even if you learned your whole life till then, and you know a lot and you chazid it, and you know it, it's not enough. And you compared it to breathing. Nobody's going to say, I breathed already yesterday and a year ago, and I know how to breathe, and if I'm going to stop breathing today. He says, every day you have to breathe, and he compared it to Chassidus. So as he was saying this, it's a famous sikh about pearls and coal, or Yitzchislov sikh. But the way the Rebbe said it, so the Rebbe said, um, he can't be satisfied. In fact, yesterday he learned Chassidus, and he might be sa- he can't be satisfied, and he says, fast, medenechte kemendel. Wow. Yeah. And then I realized, I heard it on TV, I was, whoa. Wow. So he was pushing, he's talking to himself. Medenechte kemendel. With yesterday's Mendel, very fast, very fast. Now it sounds like Klasky is talking to the Olam, and I realize it's Mamrish about himself. And then something came very clear in my mind. The Rebbe by Fabrengas, especially the Toshin Mem's Shabbos, he would speak very deep Hayros and Avoida. Like, uh, like uh, when it came after Tishrei, he would say, you know, uh, the Hayros that we went through already, already Rish everybody did Shuva. And then he went through Elul and Slichas and Rishashon and Yom Kippur, Shuva, Law and Sukkis and this. And now you have to go bleak, full high. <laughs> you go like very high, Madregas. And all for one, like, who's these Hayros? Two people who already Rish Elul don't have anything. Then when I heard this tape, I realized. That the Olam didn't realize that after the first person he was fabrenging with, yeah, I think so, fabrenging like with himself. He was fabrenging with himself, like everything he demanded from himself. So it's interesting, the expressions here, right? It's almost, I don't know, I don't know, I, mean, I don't know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm just speculating. Like, it's like almost, you know, don't think, and so forth. That's number one. But number two, you have to realize that. The Rebbe here is referring to a situation somebody sees a lot of work that has to get done, so he sends shluchim and he doesn't get involved. He stays behind. The Rebbe Taka sent a lot of shluchim because one person can't be everywhere and because you can accomplish infinitely more when there's thousands of people who are doing the work. But the Rebbe personally was involved in endless situations and difficult situations in people's lives and then uh, remember that for for 30, 40 years the Rebbe was up nights a few times a week with individual people of diverse backgrounds and with letters and correspondence and relationships through shluchim and directly and through writing so it wasn't a system, you know, he sat and he was just doing his own thing and learning and davening even though he probably would have been happy to do that, and was sending Shluchim to do everything. He was entrenched in, in, in the thousands of people's lives in a very personal way. He was very involved. Yeah, Moshe was on the mountain. He was involved in guiding and problems and crises. Everything, all types, big things, small things. You could imagine a, a big one collecting money. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. 
So they never called and they asked if Rothstein is there, one of them was killed, and Adam was killed, nobody was there. And he says, I'm by myself here. So the Rebbe said, if I can do you a favor, he used, the Rebbe used to live in a new building, 346 New York. So if you can come over. So here's the middle of the night. He came to the Rebbe's house, and the Rebbe's house was open. The Rebbe was sitting in his room, in the library. He used to have a, a simmer, a room with spring. A few books was open. And the Rebbe said to him, I need a toilet. There is a person who needs a doctor. It's the middle of the night, and I'm trying to call the doctor, and it's a long time busy. So I need somebody, I need to do work now. Whoops. I need somebody to keep calling until they're not busy with the doctor. And when the doctor will answer the phone, I will help So Moshe Gronner said, fine. And for 35 minutes, he was calling and calling, and until the doctor called and answered the phone. And then uh, he gave to the Rebbe the telephone, and the Rebbe says to him, there is a person, he needs, the, he needs you to come to the house. He says, middle of the night, no, there is an ambulance, you can call an ambulance. So the Rebbe says, it's very important for me, you should see him, and he doesn't need an ambulance, I need you to go to him, and if you want to know how much is important for me, I will wait for you in the apartment of this person. So he says, if you're going, I'm going. And the Rebbe asked Moshe Gronel, if I can stay here, and he can do me a favor, I need Maram Koivis for some few things. Uh, so take napkins and put in the books every place where it was open this forum at the table, put napkins that I'm coming back so I will have everything ready. So Moshe Gronel looked in the forum, in the books, what was, where, and who is given off in all the forum. If you know the first time of Pastor Legani, the Rebbe mentioned a story from every Rebbe about Aras Yisroel, Yisroel Snefesh, the Alter Rebbe with the, with the wood, the keeper for the the woman and the other Rebbe with Aras but about himself he's not mentioned nothing and the Rebbe is our Rebbe but this is what the Rebbe did in the middle preparing Boston Ligani in for tomorrow and he was going in the middle of the night to our house to wait for a doctor to come he didn't have to go to the doctor he went to the doctor he went himself how does that answer the question my Moshe he's telling the Ebishter choose someone like me how's we didn't did he answer the question or we didn't answer it yeah, usually the leader has to go to war. It has to be that type of leader, but here he felt that for the war, the leader shouldn't go, because he's too old. Not that he's not going to war because he's lazy. Of course he has to go to war, but here, for the war, he has to stay out. Just like if a leader can't shoot. You don't say, oh, you're a leader, you have to shoot yourself. It's going to damage the war. So here too, it would damage the war. That's what he thought. What's the answer? The answer is Apidere Chateva, you're right. But Moshe should have realized that it's not going to be Apidere Chateva. Why? Because it's a mitzvah. Hashem wants him to do it. If Hashem wants him to do it, he thought it's a mitzvah. But it's not a mitzvah. So he'll send Yeshua to do it. Rebbe will say what he should have felt. Just like when Hashem told him personally, do this and this and this. He wasn't worried about age. So even here, we didn't tell it personally. It was like it's telling him personally. Because to go protect the Jew is the biggest thing. Therefore, Hashem would be right behind him for him to do it. Because it's the most important thing. And as the leader, it's his responsibility. So Hashem would be right behind him and he would help him. But we understand his cheshbet. His cheshbet was... There's a world, there's a teva, I can't do it, Hashem never told me. You know, it's, it's, it's a difficult Indian, it's not a Pashat Indian. You understand? 
But usually you need a leader that's responsible. It's not a stira. By Sichin he fought. Shem told him. But if Hashem doesn't say, the leader has to think what's better for the war. I was looking in R30, so that Moshev, Moshev was, uh, was so strong, he's saying every, everything was done was a, was a miracle. But he had Sarachim by the, um, by the Luchas. So that's what was on the guy's question. Like, Moshe is a strong guy. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Emes. Emes. Alright, just got so much. You understanding? Yeah. Oh. Thanks so much. So that Rashi doesn't have a problem with. Why? Because this is 51. This is only about the war. Because I'll be tever, you have to get organized. It shouldn't be an organized war. Hashem didn't say, go and stand. You have to organize yourself. Here we're talking about something else. Him participating in it. It's not that Moshe Chasm was lazy, that he didn't want to go to war. It's Moshe made a rational calculation. Calculation is, my best service to my people would be if I stay out because I'm an older man. Yeah, let me on the positively, I have a good connection to Hashem, and therefore let me use that. Yeah, yeah. Let me give the reins to Yeshua, he's younger than me, let him do it. I, I fought so much in Mitzrayim and I did everything myself. Hashem sent me. Hashem sent me. I believe in God. There was no direct civil. And not only that, he says, Hashem has concealed his face somewhat from the Jews. He's upset at them. Like the child who tells the son. Right. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's why the first thing is we have to choose troops. Why? We can't just pick anybody. We need good soldiers. Yeah. Especially the leaders got to be skilled. And Moshe says, not only is it better I not go, but like you said, let me utilize my connection in Davin. Because a Mulchama needs Gashmis and needs Ruchnis. So this was his Cheshbon. His Cheshbon was not regular laziness. His Cheshbon was that he was going with a calculation of Teva. And according to the calculation of Teva, it's much better for the cause if I don't go fight. So he appointed Yeshua. That's the Cheshbon. So what do we learn from the Sikha? It's not he was lazy. He was like, you know what? <laughs> I had enough. I'm not in the mood. Exactly. Not just the right thing. For the war. For the war. To help the Jews. To help the Jewish people. To help the Jewish people. If God wants me to lead, fine. Let him tell me. Say, you need to go do the war. He didn't do that. What was the mistake, Kivayachal, that we say in this Asel? So that she said in this Asel there should have been a different type of cheshbon. What should have been the cheshbon? Himself. Davin, taka. You need a davin, davin. Davin, a short tefillah on the battlefield, just like by Kriyas Yamsuf. He was davening. Hashem said, stop davening. It's time to go. Lead the people. Take the stick and go. Don't 
not a time of davening. Hashem told him that. Same attitude here. Daven, do a short filler. Do a short filler. But you yourself should go to war. Why? Realizing the mitzvah. Realizing what's demanded of a mitzvah. It's at the mitzvah here of saving Klal Yisrael, you should have gone yourself. And not just pass the reins over. In other words, and relative to Moshe, relative to Moshe, we call it Nesatzalagabi, this mitzvah, what was demanded of this mitzvah, to go yourself, it was a form of, of laxation. He should have gone out. So it's not that he was tam lazy. He made a cheshbon al piteva, and he said that cheshbon should have not been there. No, no. Let's understand. Well, you can ask, what do you want for Moshe? He was doing the best thing for himself. For, I mean, for the war. So the Rebbe says that for Moshe, he expected something else. He should have realized that this is a shlichus of Hashem. There's no mitzvah like protecting the Jewish people. It's the greatest mitzvah in the world. So when you're doing this, it's the biggest thing God wants you to do. And therefore you're going with a shlichus from Hashem. And therefore you're not in Derech HaTavah. That's what you should, should have felt. And he did not. He insisted to do it according to the natural means. And he says, Legabi, a mitzvah is a form of laziness. He didn't have that drive, that alacrity, that clarity. There's nothing to worry about. I'm the leader. I'm responsible for this people. What Hashem wants me to do now is to go to war. It's be fine, even though I'm not young. Hashem would have told him, don't go, fine. Then I have no issue. That was the issue. He could have, they should have had that conviction that just like Hashem sent him to do everything else, this is his call at the moment. It's his calling at the moment as their leader. It's his responsibility, not just to pray for them and appoint somebody else, but he's empowered to go do it, even though it's not Al-Pitava. And we call it Nis'atzel B'Mitzvah. For this mitzvah, he was like, he stepped back. Is it for me? Is it not for me? Is it good for the wars or not for me? And as what was their effect? His hands became heavy. He said, I'm going to go do the war. How? Through praying. And he couldn't, he couldn't even do that on his own. He said, I'm going to go help them. How? Through praying. And he stayed away from helping them in the physical war. So Middah connected Middah that he he lost this is part of Torah. Torah tells us this story about Moshe to teach us. And what's the lesson to us? The lesson to us is there's also a war against Amalek. Jews who are kidnapped or hijacked by Amalek outside of the cloud, outside of the form of Yiddish, the structure of Yiddishka. 
So you might say, I'm a shtikal Moshe Rabbeinu, or at least I'm a gadol. I gotta stay in the clouds. I'll daven for them. I'll be on the mountain. I'll daven. I'll learn for them. I'll give tzedakah for them. I'll send shluchim for them. He says, no. It's called Nisat Moshe. When it comes to protecting a Jewish life, saving a Jewish life, God is sending you. There's no bigger mitzvah than that. God is sending you. Not to pray for him only. Not to say tell him for him. Not to learn for him. That too. But to send him to go save him. Physically it means to go fight Amalek. Spiritually it means to go help him in his situation. You see me and don't send me people and make committees and give money and say to him and Davin and, and Sai. Go Save this Jew from Throw off from This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.